You're listening to probably the best fitness and nutrition podcast, where we give you the most important fitness and nutrition advice you will ever need to know. Probably. Make sure to like us on Facebook and Instagram for fitness at Roof Fitness and for nutrition at Stacked Coaching. While you're there, give us a five-star review, rate, review, and subscribe, and share it with your friends. Yo, 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 what up? This is probably the best thing you're going to hear today on your drive home or your morning drive to work or while you're sitting on the toilet or mowing your lawn. While you're walking your dog. While you're walking your dog, if that's what you call it. (laughs) But I don't recommend listening to us while you do that. So, (laughs) Solid advice. All right. This is Sarah, Emily, and Bradley from Roof Fitness and Stacked Coaching. What up, y'all? We are probably the best podcast host we're gonna see how many times we can say probably today mm. that's the so game far, it's like four so far so you can probably get like 10 more oh five yeah. <laughs> so probably the thing i hear the most in the gym I'm sorry tally <laughs> probably the thing i hear most in the gym six we're at six is um <laughs> how, do, how do i describe this i want to lose weight so i'm gonna work out more Mm-hmm. Thoughts, guys. Well, not just the gym. Anyone. I mean, yeah. I remember growing up when my middle sister got married, and it was the first big wedding for any of the grandkids. And like my mom and other women in the family um, ramping up fitness to prepare for this, to try to lose lose some weight. Yeah. So we are here today to talk about our, our, our. Yeah, you said that weird. Our. 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 (laughs) Talk like a pirate Can you input, like, I know you're going to do some cool graphics for us. Can you put an eye patch on yourself? Is that something (laughs) that you can do for us? I'm going to try. This will be one you want to watch on YouTube, y'all. I think I'm going to do a little something and get into that. Or on just my put a parrot on your shoulder. That'd be pretty awesome, too. So, mm-hmm. our mm-hmm. weight loss pyramid. So, yeah. Let's get into it. So, what we're going to put at the bottom, our foundation <laughs> of the pyramid. Foundation to our house. <laughs> foundation to our pyramid. Can my hand go up here? Okay. Yeah, you can. I like this. All right. Foundation to our pyramid. So this is not probably, but the most important thing when it comes to weight loss. Sarah. Behavior. Your we also kind of deemed it sustainability and adherence. Um, but it's your behavior, your habits. We think that none of the other things that we're going to talk about matter unless you can do them consistently. Whew. I love the way you just said that. <laughs> Emily, any thoughts on that? I agree 100%. Well, and you've heard us say a million times when we've talked, I think more specifically about nutrition, it depends. Um, so everyone's pyramid the pieces, I mean, I think the, the overarching themes will stay the same, but the way you fill those in is going to be unique to you and yes. your preferences. Um, 
But the most important thing is that you're filling in these spaces with things that you can do consistently. Awesome. I love it. One step above that, next on our weight loss pyramid, <laughs> we have Emily. Sleep and stress. Yeah. Why is this important? Well, those are behaviors and behaviors are at the bottom, but like behaviors that if you don't have sleep and stress managed well, then it kind of puts a wrench in the other levels of the pyramid. Um, And it can affect you physically Mm -hmm. if you do not have these things dialed in. So if you were super tired, you're not going to want to work out as much or move. Mm -hmm. If you're stressed out, you might emotionally eat Mm -hmm. or other things. You might have digestive problems. Mm -hmm. The other thing... You're not recovering. You're not not recovering. recovering. Which is our build phase. So for body recomp people, if you're not recovering, then you are not building muscle. Mm-hmm. Um, but one of the things that we see, I often see, you can tell me guys if y'all see this, in your trackers with your clients, okay, when people are in phase two, their macro situation might look good, mm-hmm. right? Like they're hitting their targets, they're, they're at their caloric mm-hmm. goals, but we see some issues with sleep, weight might balloon, we ask them what's going on, well, I'm super stressed at work or whatever. Sleep and stress also cause a lot of water retention. Inflammation and water retention. Inflammation and water retention. So it is difficult to lose weight if you are constantly holding on to water. Uh, Another one is it affects you hormonally. So I have a client, I just talked to her this morning, She's like, I hit my macros like better than I normally do. And I went to bed and I was starving. And so we had a conversation about like what her food looked like. It all sounded great. And I said, what's your stress been like? And it was like, bingo, that's what it is. Like it can literally affect how hungry or full you feel if you're super stressed out. And not only just emotional stress, but physical stress too. Um, I feel love looking at the data and the numbers and so I have a Garmin watch and it gives you just a perceived stress level for the whole day and I would say mine stays around the high 20s most days and I work out pretty intensely I get I'm very active um, throughout the day when I was sick after my second COVID vaccine my perceived stress level while I had a fever was in the 60s I coming off of that I was starving yes um and also just i mean we could go into the science of it but stress just does negative things to your brain Mm -hmm. um and maybe someone who has been able to work through and combat a lot of emotional baggage when it comes to what they're eating and exercising it gets a lot harder to work on those things when you're really stressed out. Yeah, and the thing I want to point out too, like stress is not a bad thing. There is there is a thing as too little stress actually. Like stress is not inherently bad. It is the dose and how resilient we are to it. Um, and if those things are not working for you, then it breaks down the foundation of your pyramid. Just realized I shouldn't wear a white shirt when we do these. <laughs> or have you disappeared into the? Background? I look like a floating head over here. It, you won't once you have your parrot on your shoulder. 
<laughs> Riley's like, squirrel. All right. <laughs> One step up from that, we have calories. Okay. And this is kind of the now we're into food overarching thing. So at the base of the food part of this, we have our calories. Um, why calories? Because it is the single biggest driver that is controllable to the energy balance equation. Yeah, super simple. One step up from there. Well, oh. and I want to backtrack if you listen to last week's podcast um, about nice, nice. <laughs> metabolic adaptation. We may have been wearing the same clothes. <laughs> I, what, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> um, once again, the importance Our clothes of the same. <laughs> managing that and being consistent, it all feeds back down because if you are too high or too low and you've created a system that's not sustainable, it really doesn't matter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right. We hop up from there. We have macros. Why do we have macros separate from calories and above it? Well, there's an order of the macros too. Protein is the most important of the macros and then uh, carbs and then fats. Uh, And again, the balance of your macros can affect energy balance as well. Um, If you are within your calories, that's the most important thing. But if you're also getting adequate protein, that's even better because of the thermic effect of food affecting the energy balance equation. It's putting, um, it's burning calories to digest that protein. Why carbohydrates next? Because carbohydrates are our body's preferred source of energy. And I say preferred source of energy because you can also use protein and uh, fats uh, to drive energy from. But if your body has its preference, it's carbs. From a eating standpoint, I think it also allows us to be a little bit more flexible mm-hmm. just mm-hmm. because fats are so calorically dense mm-hmm. um, that we are going one step down the pyramid back to calories. Mm-hmm. Um, if if calories are higher on that, it affects how much we can eat. We all want to eat more Yeah, for the most part. Most of us want to eat more. Except for Megan Hintz. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> <laughs> we turned Megan into, or Bradley turned Megan into a Hummer. And now she's like, is this my life forever? Like, I'm going to be hungry all the time? She goes, like, she goes, yeah. am, I, am I just going to be hungry all the time? And I said, well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We're hungry all the time. I want to eat my arm off as we speak. So. Yeah. And <laughs> <laughs> calories, like Emily said, that's the controllable factor in the energy balance equation. Um, but you can get away with eating calories coming from processed foods and still lose weight. But once you are more focused on the macros, then you get into real body recomposition. Absolutely. So then we go one step up and now this is where things get juicy and ears are perking up. (laughs) What's next? What could possibly be next? It is resistance training, a.k.a. strength training, a.k.a. lifting weights. A.k.a. say it. Not 
bitch cardio. muscles? <laughs> no. Not cardio. Not cardio. Yeah. So look how <laughs> high up muscles. we count how many we've gone through. One, One, two, three, four. The fifth step up on the pyramid involves physical activity. And that's not even breaking the macros into groupings. And y'all, so. yeah. we, we own a gym too, and we're saying that. <laughs> yeah, here it is right here. Oh, there it is. <laughs> you, you, you need to talk to Carl about this. Uh, yeah, Carl, I need some blue screen, green screen. <laughs> Advice. Yeah, advice. Some anyway. Training. Um, yeah. So strength training. Why would strength training be the basis now of our like activity level portion of the pyramid? Because when you build muscle, that affects your resting calorie burn or your basal metabolic rate. You're also, as you are you will burn more calories after the session of a resistance training session than if it is a cardio session. You're burning calories in the moment maybe, but not like throughout the day necessarily. And lean body mass, so muscle is going to be more metabolically active. Yeah. So I say all the time that muscle is expensive tissue to maintain. That's why people with a lot of muscle mass can eat a lot <laughs> and still maintain a lean body composition. I love it. All right. Do you want to tell the story about when my parents came to eat dinner at our house and watching you eat your like 17 dinners? It was pretty funny. Side so I, I made, <laughs> I made um, if I can recall, it was some venison loins. Then uh, we had like sweet potato, asparagus, and, and something else. I, I can't recall. Um, and I had pretty big, like full plate yeah. food. Emily ate a full plate. They ate. Um, talked about how quickly we ate. But I mean, I, I, I slow down. I slow down. You well, try. I'm slower. You're slower. 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 Right. Uh, a little bit better. A little bit That's better. That's all we're going I'm for. a little bit better. Okay. <laughs> um, clearly. It's not effective. Oh, my God. Oh, no. <laughs> Nobody saw it because your computer was in the way. For those of you listening, Briley just, like, flashed his abs to the camera. But it didn't really work. So don't, like, turn the podcast off to go pull it up on YouTube because you can't really you see it. You just go to my anyway. Instagram. Yeah, you just, just go, go to Briley's Instagram, Instagram to see Shirley's right. pictures. Uh, or DM me. I'll send you one in the moment. It'll be a special treat for following me on Instagram. Um, you should do that. i do that. Start doing that. So. Oh, bless. Uh, <laughs> It's not creepy if I announce it. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So we, <laughs> we, we do the dishes. Right. And they're, they're hanging out here at the island, the kitchen island. And then we say, okay, uh, if you guys mind, like, we have some more food to eat. And so then Emily and I make a second dinner. <laughs> and Emily's mom's eyes are just like, oh, my God. What just I happened? I cannot believe what you're yeah. about to eat. And so we finish that. And then I was like, okay. I have a little bit more food to eat. And then I made a third dinner, which was still like another 450 calories somewhere. And she there. literally said, I wish I would have recorded that. Yeah. <laughs> she was like, that was one of the most impressive things I've ever seen. When I got back from living in New Mexico and was at home, I was eating two breakfasts mm. every day. And I remember my dad coming out of their bedroom and I was in the kitchen making second breakfast and his, his face was just like, you're eating again. I was like, yeah, why not? Why not? I'm in. All right. So resistance training. We'll okay. So let's that. recap. Sustainability and behaviors is at the bottom. Numero uno. Then sleep and stress. 
then next level is calories, then macronutrients, specifically protein at the bottom, and then resistance training. Yes. And then we get into neat. Ha! You thought it was cardio. It wasn't. <laughs> it wasn't. It is non-exercise activity thermogenesis. And so this is fidgeting, blinking, small movement patterns that you do not have to think of, mm -hmm. walking to your car. Um, it's non-intentional activity. What's interesting is um, we did the podcast on NEAT a few months ago now, and I knew a little bit about it, but I, you know, we learned more. But it was like a light bulb went off that my that Ryan, my husband, is probably able to stay as lean as he is. That because, was the seventh, probably, by the way. Yeah, <laughs> that's like number. He 12. fidgets all day long. Yeah, and people see him and they think he is a swimmer or plays volleyball. And don't get me wrong, he does eat and. Well, we share meals all the time, but he also loves ice cream and pizza and he is able to stay super lean because I bet his neat is much like the three of ours combined in a Probably. day because of how much moving he's doing. I mean, he's <laughs> sitting at his desk, a hand is moving, a foot is moving all day long. I love it. All right. So we're at the very tip. Well, close to the tip. Um, so let's... The, the little blocks are getting smaller. Now. Yeah, mm -hmm. we're going to get to just the tip here in a second. Um, <laughs> 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 yes. All right. So right above neat. I just gave him a side eye. <laughs> we're entering the tip action here. Okay. Um, supplements. Mm -hmm. That's what we have. Supplements. Yeah. So I wanted to bring this up because a lot of times people will ask like, They'll join the gym and they'll immediately ask about supplements or they will join Stacked and immediately ask about supplements. And while I think that supplements have their place, it's not where I start with people or where I recommend people start. Yeah, yeah. it's if you are missing any major gaps, um, things you are not able to get through real whole, minimally processed foods. Supplements are great if you have food sensitivities or allergies and you miss out on certain micronutrients or it makes it harder to hit right. your macronutrients or if like, you're like protein. vegetarian. Or, yeah. Yes. Yeah, my favorite. And if your preference um, makes it harder for you to hit certain numbers, get what you can through real whole food. But then, yes, quality supplements are a good way to fill in the gaps. My favorite supplement out there. Um, and this is for those of you who either struggle to get enough protein or your dietary preference makes it really difficult to get enough protein. Um, and that would be for vegans, vegetarians who do not eat either fish or land animal protein. Okay. Um, you are going to be deficient in amino acids. Uh, which is super, super important to building muscle, which is super, super important for being shredded and lean and having abs, okay? So if you don't have that, you should be taking an amino acid supplement, essential amino acids in particular, uh, to try to get the full profile. Mm -hmm. I thought you were going to say your favorite supplement was the berries and greens. You literally do that every day. No, I don't. 
Oh, you don't? I don't do it on Tuesdays and Thursdays now. Oh. So the, day, the days that I get up and coach at 5.30 oh. a.m., I don't do it because I typically eat like a full breakfast when right. I wake up. So that's okay. why. Um, but I do love the berries and greens. I mm-hmm. do love them. But I, I think in terms of importance, that amino acid supplement is super important if you if, if you need it. If you need it. Yep. Um, so from there, we're almost to the tip. <laughs> Not this time. Okay. Uh, <laughs> we have nutrient timing. You don't want to kill the joke. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know about y'all, but a lot of times when I have moved a client into phase two, other than supplements, they ask about when they should be eating certain things based on their workouts. We went through years of the media and the internet telling us, like, you don't want to miss the window of gains. The window of gains. So you got to slam your protein shake 30 minutes after your window or Basically, your workout meant nothing. (laughs) Wrong. (laughs) So for most of us, and I mean almost all of us, it's more about getting adequate nutrients throughout the day and not so much when, unless you are an elite level athlete who has to perform at peak levels at a certain time of year, certain time of day, when you're getting those nutrients is not massively important yeah a little caveat to that you don't want to be like eating a bunch of like fat before you go work out like right just because it won't make you feel good you'll feel like you have a food baby while you're working out because well, fat digests the slowly. same could be said for eating a ton of protein before you go to sleep yeah. right it's gonna sit in your stomach you're not gonna you're poo. not gonna sleep as well you're not gonna sleep as well when you get up you're gonna be heavier so there's all those kinds of things the other thing is with nutrient timing there is some science out there that talks about um, eating major quantities of your protein Mm -hmm. uh, and then allowing a window of time where you do not eat any protein and then eat another major quantity of protein to allow for this uh, stimulus, okay, um, for your ATP, Mm -hmm. and then allow it to rest and then stimulate it again and then allow it to rest rather than just eating protein constantly throughout the day. Rather than stimulating your hormone yes. secretion constantly throughout, which is, again, opposite advice than we used to hear. Mm-hmm. The best way to lose weight is to eat six small meals a day. Um, that's not necessarily true. Yeah. So, uh, and then we get to the tip. Here it is. <laughs> We've climbed the mountain. For all you people out there, cardio. <laughs> there it is, the tip, cardio. The smallest portion on the pyramid. Why? I mean, one of my mentors likes to say for every for every pound that you lose exercising, you have to maintain that through exercise. So it's a lot easier to control these other things rather than go do a bunch of cardio for two hours at a time because you have to keep that up to sustain that weight loss. I also think it's just not necessary for weight loss. And when we talk about cardio, we really mean like metabolic conditioning, okay? Right. Um, And it would be for most people out there probably what they consider aerobic training, which aerobic training would be, let's say, heart rate at like, 60 to 75 percent level of what orange theory has the orange zone or Mm -hmm. whatever um the fat burn zone bullshit but anyway um (laughs) that that right there like 
for that long periods of time is not necessary. Right. And I mean, we've kind of talked about this and I come from a background. My dad is a runner, very avid runner. So if that is your preferred source of fitness, you by no means have to stop. Um, But if you are doing it in an attempt to lose weight, then you probably will not reach your goals. Um, If you do love cardio, if you love running, you are passionate about it, it is a way for you to unwind. We are saying, though, that where you will see the weight loss benefits is by incorporating resistance training, focusing on your protein intake, making sure you're getting sleep. It doesn't mean you have to stop or that it's bad, but if you are approaching your cardio training as the means to weight loss, you will- Or abs. Yeah, or abs. You will probably be disappointed. I don't think I'm- What? I just have a question. Yeah. And I'm thinking about like our members who, like what questions might they have? So Bradley, if cardio is not that important, right? It's at the tip top of our pyramid and the boxes are getting smaller. Why do you incorporate a metabolic conditioning portion of the workout? Hmm. Interesting. Okay. Um, A, people like it. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. It's fun. Yeah. Um, it, there is health benefits to cardio. Yes. Uh, a lot of health benefits. Um, Back when we were talking about COVID and what are some things you can do to boost your immune system, um, metabolic conditioning had a higher benefit, a quicker benefit to boosting your immune system than eating right. Mm. And it happened faster. So you can change your immune system through metabolic conditioning, I want to say with under six weeks. Mm. It takes much longer to do that with food. Yeah. So we're not saying stop cardio. We're saying that you have to keep your goal in mind and understand that if you want to lose weight, if that is what you want to do, cardio is the tip of the iceberg. It's. I think it's adjusting your expectations yes. for well, what you're getting out of and it. And what we're talking about here, and I want to be very specific, when we do our programming at Rue, the entire programming is not dedicated to weight loss. That is not yes. what it is for. That's why we have stacked coaching. But Rue Fitness is a full health program to not only design to get you fit, which involves metabolic conditioning. Yep. Okay. You cannot be fit without it. Like that's why bodybuilders are typically not fit. They are not well rounded. Yes. Okay. So when we do conditioning, it is to make you fit. Making you fit does not equal weight loss. Right, it promotes your wellness. They are plenty healthy and fit people out there that are overweight, which is a whole other podcast we will talk about in the future. Mm -hmm. But that is why. It is a health benefit. Um, We talk about now, we did the podcast a few times ago on load versus capacity. And by incorporating metabolic conditioning, we are increasing your capacity, your lung capacity to do work. Yeah. So, Uh, One other thing, because this was a huge light bulb moment for me in my precision certification, reading that the number one indicator of longevity, so living a long life, is not VO2 max. It's not your BMI or your percent body fat. It is literally your hand grip strength. Why? 
because people that are strong generally live longer lives. Yeah, so when you think about what we're trying to do or trying to accomplish at Roo Fitness, it's to make you an optimized human being, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Well-rounded. <laughs> Well-rounded, yeah. healthy, fit, well. Mentally strong. Yeah, yeah, so like what we're talking about here in this pyramid is very specific. Yes. So when someone says, I wanna get abs, we're not doing enough cardio, you are misinformed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's a, you were not going to reach that goal by doing cardio. Um, you would have to do so much cardio that guess what would change? Your hunger levels. So you will end up eating more. And then if you don't have the right behaviors, you will not accomplish your goal. So boom. that's what I have to say about that, guys. I feel like this was unintentionally kind of a best of podcast. Yeah, yeah. because we talked about <laughs> meat, all the other load versus capacity, yeah. all the macro ones. Yeah. So if you were interested in becoming an optimized human being, <laughs> Ooh. then you should check out Roo.fitness. If you were interested in becoming inefficient... <laughs> You should check out stackedcoaching.com. So if you don't uh, know what he's talking about, listen to the podcast from last Listen week. to episode number 86 on metabolic adaption. <laughs> Adaptation. Adaptation, <Yeah>. sorry. <laughs> All right, y'all. Y'all have a great one. Peace. Bye. Bye.